Verizon may be interested in some of the advertising component of what Yahoo has to offer. We had just a couple of weeks ago Starboard Value suggesting that the whole board at Yahoo needed to be uh, overhauled. Everybody needed to be out. They wanted to put new people in. It seemed like sentiment was starting to turn here. Uh, I was on set yesterday when this news broke. Our deals reporter came on to talk about it. You know, the, the big surprise to me, I think, is, is Google's interest here. We'd heard about Verizon potentially mm-hmm. being interested uh, in the company. The fact that Google is now... Um, Really fascinating to me, and I'm eager to see what happens here. Um, I gather that the the first round of bids here will be due next week. Yeah, Neela, some people had actually suggested that Google, this might have been the plan all along, put Marissa in as a as a Trojan horse and then get Google to buy it. <laughs> wow, that's a conspiracy theory. <laughs> Look, there, are, there is something that Yahoo has to offer, which may be the underlying reason behind a potential bidding war next week. They have eyeballs. This site gets more views than almost any other internet, internet set in the country. It's the third largest. Millions of people go to yahoo.com, and there is a potential there that is untapped. It's a clean source of untapped profits. The fact that Yahoo and its leadership has never been able to convert those eyeballs into dollars just makes it even more attractive to all these firms who think that they can do a better job at it. They think, and we'll see. That's Neela Richardson from Redfin and David Gura from Bloomberg. Happy weekend, guys. You too. Thank Thanks. you. On Wall Street today, stocks tried for a recovery and mostly fell flat. We'll have the details when we do the numbers. Export-Import Bank has had a tough couple of years. It's the government agency that U.S. exporters can use when their foreign customers need loans to buy their goods. Not everyone thinks it's necessary. Last year, there was a long battle about whether to shut it down. The bank was eventually reauthorized, but three of the five seats on its board are empty. So while the Exim Bank limps along, companies like Boeing say they're taking the hit. Marketplace's Sabri Menashore reports. Charles Stackestad runs an aerospace firm called Kinetics. They do satellites, communication, that sort of thing. And when he sells abroad, he has an issue. If you happen to have, like we do, a revenue coming from outside of the country, most of the banks here in the States will not let you borrow against that. So if your customer needs a loan to buy your stuff, you can't help them out. They don't buy, you don't sell. So the government steps in as the Exim Bank to help finance things. The issue right now is that there are vacancies on the bank's board. The Senate refuses to hold confirmation hearings. Because of that, they can't approve projects, uh, transactions over $10 million. That's Linda Dempsey with the National Association of Manufacturers. Small businesses can get their projects through, big ones can't. We've heard from a number of different industry sectors in transportation and capital equipment and energy. There is 10 to $12 billion in the pipeline awaiting approval that can't move forward. Boeing says its customers, like Ethiopian Air, have already told them they're going to go somewhere else without the bank. I don't think we should be concerned about it. Veronique Derugy is with the market-oriented Mercatus Center. She says helping foreign customers get financing gives those foreign customers an unfair advantage. So Air Emirates gets a cheap loan, buys a Boeing plane, and then ends up competing with Delta. But at the same time, most other countries have XM banks, and they use them to promote their own export industries. Chel Stakestad, the satellite guy, says he's seen the French export bank, for example, help French companies snatch clients from U.S. companies. The French 
have a agenda that they want to really significantly increase their uh, market share for low earth orbiting satellites. Senator Richard Shelby this week said he was in no hurry to fill the bank's vacancies. In New York, I'm Sabri Beneshaw for Marketplace. Let's check in on the ad blocking debate. U.S. newspapers are having a collective freak out about a new ad blocking browser by a company called Brave Software. The browser will replace many of the ads that appear on a publisher's website with ads picked by Brave itself. A group of the biggest newspaper publishers, including the Washington Post and the New York Times, sent a cease and desist letter to Brave. They said its software is, quote, illegal, and that even though Brave plans to share revenue with publishers, it ain't nearly enough. But Brave is only the latest, if the flashiest, example of ad-blocking tech that is getting a lot more popular. And since most of the web runs on ads, Marketplace's Annie Baxter asked the question, what's next? When you visit a website, an auction occurs, determining what ad to place in front of you based on your online activity. Consumers don't like getting tracked like this or having ads slow down web pages. That's how Brave...